didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sir, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> Mr. Scav Dizzle. This show is brought to you by Leftover Easter Candy at Kroger this week. <laughs> get it on the low, low. Yeah, it's like buy one, get one free. 75% off, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take these, please. All the peeps you can eat, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Try some today. <laughs> Coming up in the hour, we got music from Cardi B, No Effects, and so much more. No. Uh, a lot of consonants in the uh, <laughs> artist names are playing tonight. Uh, but first, oh my goodness gracious, I gotta introduce my co host, folks. Gotta do it. Hey, hey, hey. He's the Mac. To my cheese. 
Smack Daddy. He's got the chips for my fish. Oh. He's pairing up well with my stankin' ass. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only Gene Techman, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on, yeah. homie? Yeah, Gene Techman, respective changer, hip hop expert. What's up, Scan? Dizzle, how you oh, doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm yeah. doing all right. Hanging in. The usual, you know, the usual shit. Great to be on the episode again with you. We took a couple days, a couple days off again. We went on a little mini hiatus, but it's uh, nice to be back here. Man, so it's good, bro. Again, I'm not a slave to this show. Yeah, if I don't want to do it. Man. I'm just not gonna do it. Fuck you it. You gotta create when you're ready to create. <laughs> exactly. You, know? you just gotta, just gotta be in that productive loop and just make it happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't rush this excellence. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. It's like a, it's like fine wine. <laughs> Or, right. or fermenting beer. It's something that just takes a minute, all right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what you been up to? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I feel like I'm, I've been super busy lately, man. I, uh, Oh, man. I've um, been going to concerts. Went to a concert the other day. A little uh, concert in Midtown Detroit. Blue Collar Gentleman, Majestic Legend, Black Opera. Uh, my homeboy, Dante LaSalle, was DJing. Um Got a got a foreign exchange student uh, staying in my house. Uh, that's that's been pretty interesting and cool. And uh, <laughs> where's this foreign exchange student from? Uh, he's from Spain. He's from Spain. Uh, His name's Carlos. All right, yeah, cool. cool, cool, cool little homies. You know, that's fifteen years old, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's a fun funny guy to talk to. <laughs> nice of you to put him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just one of the many things I like to do in life. But uh, yeah, he, he's he's been fun and uh, he's been fun and uh, it's great to talk to you, man. Yeah. And um, Gene Techman, uh, uh, perspective changer, hip hop expert, philanthropist. Hey, philanthropist. Hey. <laughs> so so between that and uh, trying to hide my new project of producing my own hard cider and beer, uh, that's been a project that I've been trying to keep away from the uh, foreign exchange student. Um, you know, but, uh, haven't started, to, started to put that project together and lots of good music, man. I've been listening to lots of good music. Cardi B's album came out and that's kind of been in my heavy rotation lately. And yeah, man, just been kind of doing my thing. Loving life. All right. Good. Living my best life. That's what's up. <laughs> what's up. How about yourself, man? What's good, man? What you been up to? Man, we're still chipping away at the house. We've been kind of going full force on it. Uh, these last couple of weeks. We want to get this fucking place done, man. We want to get it done. We're tired of the parts that are messed up being messed up. We're so close to being done. It's dumb that it's not done yet. So yeah, man, uh, it's work, man. You got to, you got to cut out the time. Then it becomes a project and then it becomes a project that you've never done before. So you have no idea how much time it's going to take until you do the project. And yeah, it's just, it's just tough, man. Yeah. I salute you for that shit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's hey. rough, man. Shit is rough, man. Yeah, yeah dude. And uh, I'll tell you, the worst shit can happen when you're doing shit like this, man. The worst has has definitely happened here over the course of the last week, too. Uh, we had a really bad day. I think it was uh, last weekend. Uh, it's a, a day that uh, I've been dreading for years now. And uh, it came and went. And uh, I think it's a day that a lot of people probably dread. And uh, I'm talking about the day that your pet runs away from your home no. <laughs> uh yeah uh pets in our case uh yeah we had both of our dogs fucking run off last weekend like they didn't run off like they're gone for good are they no we got them back we so found that's, them. A, that's definitely not a good day <laughs> no but uh 
It was rough, man. You got any pets over there? Yeah, I do. I got a I got a little T'Challa. He's a little black panther. <laughs> what is this? It's a cat, huh? Yeah, yeah. All he's right, uh, got a cat. His name's Guy. He's a beast. Other than that, I, I I could talk to him. I feel like I could look at him and like we 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 talk to each other. That's nice, man. Yeah, the animal yeah, like, connect I'm to like, man. It's nice. I'm like, come here, bro. Go come and sit right here, and he'll just walk over, sit next to me. I'll be like, no, do a, do a backflip, and he'll jump up and do a backflip. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. My dogs can do some <laughs> tricks too, man. They sit and they uh, they can beg for food, uh, even when I don't want them to. Uh, yeah, right. They're good at that shit. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, these motherfuckers got out, and uh, we're just working on the house. We were uh, putting up some new pre-hung doors on yeah. uh, both of the bedrooms here. So we had no doors, and then we had this big miter saw uh, set up out back, and uh, we were kind of in and out of the house, you know, in and out of the back door uh, for a few minutes, trimming down these door frames a little bit. So, uh yeah, we left this uh, sliding back door open, and they fucking got away. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. Little slick ones. Shawshank Redemption in this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They were like, mm-hmm. we're getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we need to live our fullest lives, and we're just not doing it here in the yard. Ugh. I'm thinking about <laughs> it right now, and it's, like, giving me stress and shit. It honestly it is. Yeah, because normally we'd uh, we'd put the dogs in a bedroom or... or uh, Something like that when we have to keep the back door open for anything. Uh, but uh, we obviously couldn't do that because uh, we didn't have any fucking bedroom doors. And mm. uh, I didn't want to put them on their backyard ropes because uh, we had the fucking saw going. And uh, I didn't want the little bastards to get hurt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we really didn't think about it. We really didn't even fucking think about putting the dogs anywhere. To be honest with you. Uh, yeah, eventually you kind of think of them like kids after a while. You've had them for five years, six years, you know. You kind of think they're they're old enough. Like, oh they yeah. can handle their, themselves now. But oh yeah. you turn your back for one minute, and you realize, like, nope, not there yet. Uh, we thought they'd be fine. <laughs> thought, we were fu- thought they'd be fine. And uh, <laughs> Little jerks. Yeah. And, like, we were both, like, just so motivated at the time uh, to finally get up and get these fucking doors we've been sitting on up. And uh, we just got right into it, man. We just fucking got right into it and didn't even fucking think. We just busted out everything. We got out fucking crowbars and compressors and nail guns and shit. And, yeah. Uh, just got to work. In retrospect, uh, I don't know. We probably should have fucking set them up in the fucking back bathroom or something. Or, uh, I mean, even out here in the studio. But, uh, yeah, man, we just got right into ripping out these old door frames and getting these new ones on. So, I, like you said, I assume they'd be fine. You know, they're kind of like our kids, you know. You just kind of believe that they're good all the time, but sometimes they're not. <laughs> sometimes they're not. Never trust them, man. Never. I've actually been letting them out uh, without their chains lately because uh, I think they've been being pretty good uh, without them. You know, they're not, they're not completely fenced in here like uh, they were in the old house in Michigan, man. We got to put up a small yeah. section of wooden fence here in the next few months to kind of pen them in. But uh, I'll never o- trust them, man. Yeah, never trust them. I'll occasionally, if I'm feeling lazy, I'll just let them out off the chain and just let them go. And I always say that too. I always say off the chain whenever I do it. <laughs> but let them out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great. And I let them go. Call. Yeah, I let them go, and I'll I just keep an eye on them. 
Uh, I just make sure they don't wander too far, which they never do. They haven't yet. And they don't actually run either. They don't, they didn't run away. Some dogs, uh, they'll just bolt when you let the motherfuckers out and literally run away. I'm not talking about they anything. just had, yeah. they just went on a, a ton of little short adventures. Yeah. Like little 10 foot adventures. It became the next adventure. And after 10 more feet, they went on another little adventure. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. If you don't watch them, they'll they'll fucking slowly wander off, you know. So uh, <laughs> it's the fucking beagle, man. Squirrel. Yeah, it's the goddamn fucking beagle. <laughs> I got this little beagle mix, and uh, she gets her little fucking snout to the ground. It's all over, man. It's all over. Game over. They yeah. they can smell they can smell things from like a hundred years ago in the earth. <laughs> Shouldn't even look. Shouldn't even look where she's going, man. <laughs> yeah. She's like a fucking Chinese woman on her cell phone at the mall and shit. Just be fucking <laughs> falling into fountains and, and downstairs and shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. It's all over. Yeah. It just wanders off. <laughs> little 10 foot adventures. Yeah. Little mini adventures. Yeah. And then Herbie, he's my pug. He's my little buddy too. He fucking follows her. <laughs> she fucking wanders off and he follows her he loves yeah, he the beagle wants- man he loves this beagle so much man he always just yeah, he wants just, to be with her he just wants to stay in her company yeah it's actually kind of touching he's sweet to her man he's sweet on her <laughs> so uh yeah man these motherfuckers they got out when uh we weren't looking <laughs> and uh ah fuck man at one point heather's like she's like where are the dogs and then uh, we realized that uh, they were not anywhere in the fucking house. And they weren't anywhere in the fucking yard. And uh, we couldn't see them looking down the driveway. Our driveway's long, right? We got this long-ass gravel driveway. And uh, <laughs> I fucking freaked out, man. I just fucking lost it. I completely yeah. lost it. It was not good. It was not yeah. good. Yeah, I, I can only imagine that feeling. I've I've been there before, and yeah, it's a it's a it's a gut wrenching feeling. Probably for probably for any person, child, dog, something you you turn around and all of a sudden it's not there. Everybody has to go into like a little panicky moment for a moment, right? Like, oh shit, hold on, wait a minute. Did you pee your pants? No. No. The beer is gonna make me pee my pants though. <laughs> uh, no, nothing like that. But I mean, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. I now realize this affection that I have for both of these fucking stanking ass dogs, it might be unhealthy for me. It might actually be unhealthy. It has to be. It has to be. It is to a degree, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like everything you just said. Like, I can't really explain what was happening in my head. You know, I could, I could barely talk. I couldn't really form a sentence, which is unlike me to not be talking, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of just blacked out and went into this yeah. weird, surreal pet survival mode and uh, <laughs> with, uh, without thinking, uh, I quick as fuck ran and I grabbed Herbie's dog bowl and I put some of their dog food in the bowl and I jumped in my Jeep and I fucking sped down the driveway and up the street to the corner, and I got out, and I started frantically grabbing handfuls of this dog food and dropping it into the metal bowl 
and shouting their names. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I thought that I I guess I thought that uh you know they'd hear the sound of their food going into their bowl and they might come running for it, right? Pavlov's dog right. like a little like unconditioned psychology of the right. sound of the bowl. Like <laughs> I didn't really actually think of it in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that the they, you know, they really go nuts for this fucking Rachel Ray dog food that we've been giving them for these last few years now. Uh, <laughs> shit might work. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what my brain thought to do. Great flip. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was so completely shocked and like PTSD'd already and, yeah. <laughs> and blacked out uh, from this whole event. And uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thought of them being lost out there or yeah. or that they might be getting hit by cars or kidnapped or uh, that I might never see them again. It fucked me up. It fucked me up pretty yeah. good, man. Totally. I was frantic. I was frantic. Yeah. I was fucking yeah. standing on the corner outside of my Jeep, two blocks from my house, dropping pellets into a bowl, yelling fucking Herbie. Allie! <laughs> Herbie! Allie! I was, fucking, I was a fucking crazy person, man. I look like a fucking loon. <laughs> looks, looks, like yeah. our, looks like our new neighbor uses bath salts. <laughs> man, I left Heather in the dust, too, man. I fucking left her ass right in the dust. I was like, Heather, who? <laughs> and I fucking grabbed her food bowl, and I fucking dipped right out, man. I dipped right out. And I'm sure... I'm sure she thought I was nuts too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, completely forgot she was there, blacked out. Oh, God. Fucking crazy. I didn't even grab my phone. I didn't even grab my phone. I just left. <laughs> just out. Yeah, I was just out. So, yeah, I hit the streets for like 20 minutes before I even realized that I had my phone. Yeah. And I'm still fucking frantic at this point. If anything, I'm fucking worse. I'm worse. Each minute is more yeah. painful than the next. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like you said earlier. I could never have fucking children after this. Never. Never, Gene. Never. No fucking way. You know, I was going to say earlier, uh, there's there's a movie, The Life of Pi, that I watched many years ago. I've watched it maybe, I don't know, twice total. But, you know, long story. I'll, I'll, I'll chop it down to just bits and, bits and pieces. But at the end of the story, like, all animals are a reflection of yourself within that animal. So there's a piece of you within that animal based on personality that you and only you connect with. So every person has a different relationship with every single animal, but there's a little bit of personality that each animal brings that you kind of connect with. So when you have an occasion like that, just like a child or a dog or an animal, a pet of yours, there's a little reflection of you that you're, you're missing. You're incomplete. Your piece of you is now vanished and gone. And that is like one of the scariest feelings that you could possibly ever have, I think. And Buddhist and like Hinduism and, and their like lifestyle, the the thought of um, attachment itself is the beginning of all suffering. So once you become attached to something, you ultimately will suffer because of that attachment. It's an inevitable process. And if you fight it, it hurts. I it's agree with that wholeheartedly, man. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I agree with but, uh, that 100%, man. Yep. And I'll tell you what, 
I'm also holding a, uh, a hard drive in my hand that uh, contains the movie The Life of Pi. <laughs> I've never yeah, actually right? fucking watched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never actually seen it. I remember yeah, I yeah. stole it off the internet years ago when it came out. <laughs> I've never actually yeah. watched the fucking thing, though. Maybe actually uh, plug that fucker into the old TV and watch that thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, it's, pre- it's pretty good in my opinion, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, but uh, it's it's almost like Castaway meets Passion of the Christ meets I don't know a, a lot better of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, you're making sense there, man. You you grow attached, yeah. man, and uh, yeah. yeah, these fucking pets they're like uh, like fucking children, man. Yeah, yeah, fucking kids. They become a piece of your universe. Yeah. They become a piece of you. You know what I mean? There's no denying it. Everything does. It's just part of your being on Earth. I can't even fucking imagine having kids, man. If one yeah. of my kids went missing, if one of my yeah. kids went missing, I'd be fucking devastated. Yeah, could you imagine that? I can only imagine that uh, what I was feeling in these moments was was like that. Uh, a parent whose child has gone missing. Yeah. You know? I, I fucking... <laughs> I definitely love these dogs like they're my fucking kids, man. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's probably not fucking healthy for me to feel this way about these fucking dogs. I shouldn't care that much. I shouldn't. I couldn't even fucking talk, man. Couldn't even talk. Yeah. I was shocked. Speechless. Speechless. Yeah. So, uh, what did I do? I drove back to my house. I got my phone. And uh, (laughs) after hitting up various corners and sections of the neighborhood, clinking dog food in a bowl... Yeah. Uh, ding, 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 ding. I'm uh I'm Herbie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm driving up the street and uh I see that uh Heather's sister and her five year old nephew are out walking around and uh clearly Heather was level headed enough and called the sister and got them involved in this uh search. Yeah. So uh yeah, they were looking around the hood trying to help too. And uh yeah, yeah I couldn't even fucking talk to them. I couldn't even talk to them. I just like rolled past them and, and like uttered these weird syllables and went right back to my house. I was like, I was like, I, 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 like a fucking mental person <laughs> and drove right past them and went home, get my phone. <laughs> and it was like the same thing when I got my phone and I tried to call the uh, Seattle Animal Control to let them know that my dogs were missing just in case somebody brought them in. Like yeah. I usually, uh, I hate Google everything, right? Yeah. And I'll say, uh, you know, hey, Google, I, I want to know something. And uh, Google tells me. See, right now my phone is it's illuminated because I just said, hey, hey Google. Hey, Googling. But yeah, I couldn't even fucking speak correctly. So I, I like jumbled everything up and I was like, Google, hey, Seattle animal number. the uh, Give me. (laughs) And uh, it it took me like four tries to say, hey, Google, give me the fucking number for Seattle Animal Control so I can leave them a message about my dogs. Man, (laughs) it was fucking bad. I couldn't even fucking speak. I couldn't speak. Yeah. So I'd say it was about a hour of driving around and fucking just being worried more worried than i've ever been heather calls and uh she tells me that uh, she's got him right and i guess her little nephew spotted him so uh the sister called heather and heather booked up the street to the corner and uh it was the fucking first corner that i initially went to with the food bowl 
Mm. That's where they fucking were. They were at that corner. So they weren't very far. And we were up and down that fucking street for an hour and didn't see them. So who knows where they were fucking hiding. But mm. I don't know if they were in somebody's backyard or what. But uh, I get the call that Heather's his corner. So I fucking mob up the street and confirm that these dogs are safe. And uh, I see them in Heather's Jeep and they just look happy as fuck. They just look happy as ever, these little fucking bastards. And, uh, yeah, Heather and I have got tears streaming down our faces, and uh, these dogs are just living it up. They're just living <laughs> shit up, man, these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm like, do you realize, like, the fuck you just put me through? <laughs> I couldn't even be mad at him, though. Couldn't even be mad. <laughs> I was just so, so relieved to see them alive. It's weird from going to being the most scared you've ever been in your entire life to the most relieved you've ever been in your entire life, man. It's a weird transition. Yeah. It's almost kind of like sex. <laughs> Not really. But. <laughs> I mean, it can be pretty trying, man. When you're in there and you're like, you're duking it out and. You're, you got a cramp going in your back, and like there, there's one in your foot, and you're just trying not to lose the momentum, and, and like, you kind of stress it out. You're stressing out, and then once you get to like... You're the seconds pinnacle, away from blowing your load too early and yeah, shit, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, god damn it, yeah. shit. This is horrible. I have a cramp, but I can't move. I cannot change positions. I am here. And then, you know, then you get relief, and then you're like, yeah, okay, that was, that was nice. It's terrible. <laughs> I guess much like sex I felt absolutely fucking drained Emotionally and physically From this whole experience But uh, yes, happy ending Found him Speaking of uh, physically drained man uh, What the fuck is this shit that I'm hearing about the Nestle company And uh, what the fuck they're doing with your water there and shit What the fuck's going on there man Yeah, so, uh, so Michigan uh, the, uh, One of the most abundant sources of fresh water in the entire planet no other place uh, i, I want to say lake geneva switzerland is like the second next biggest body of water fresh water in the entire world so as far as the united states goes i mean there's there's nothing else and uh of course that like any other natural source of water should be a sacred place and i don't i don't think it should be sold in any way, shape, or form, for any type of profit, it's it's kind of uh, it's part of the planet. It's natural. It's earth. It's like it's like selling the Rocky Mountains. We're just gonna start chipping off pieces of the Rocky Mountains and start selling it, which I I think is absolutely insane. Like let's let's start bottling air and sell it. But of course, we have uh, major corporations that uh, don't operate on any type of fashion of morality or um, you know vision of um you know humanity they uh they work for for profits they work for the mighty dollar so in michigan right now nestle uh the company that makes those little cool little chocolates with the uh the the weird flaky rice puffs in them and uh just about just about a thousand other different products that you're probably unaware of uh they've now contracted somewhere with the uh the upper powers of michigan to be able to source 400 gallons of water a minute for a measly contract of $200 a year. So they're, they're taking a 
ginormous abundance of our fresh water to bottle up, to disperse in any way, shape, or fashion, and sell eight ounces of it at a time at a dollar, which I think is absolutely uh, insane. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on here in the lovely state of Michigan, and uh, Nestle Nestle is robbing uh, every single bit of resource that I, I think our our state is wrapped around. So. What I'm hearing is I'm supposed to uh, boycott Nestle now. I'm supposed to boycott the Nestle. I've been leaning in the direction of uh, boycotting Nestle for a couple of years now. So I've uh, I've changed my finances with Nestle um, for a while now because of um, their track record with water and what they have done in the United States with freshwater resources. They have completely sucked certain cities dry where it became an actual financial problem for the city itself. But the way they were contracted, there was no way that they were going to be able to be sued, held accountable in any way, shape or form. And I don't think they have any uh, type of, again, uh, any moral um, recourse for their actions at all. I think they are they are a corporation and they see water as the resource. And I think that's all that really matters. I think it's like a snake to a mouse. I think that's all they think about. There's no other focus. And uh, yeah, I I think it's uh, I think it's absolutely disgusting. And I I think it's one of the one of the finest and most sacred places on planet Earth, because every single last human being needs fresh water to live. So here we are. We're selling the number one resource for fresh water to Nestle and uh that that's just going to change the ecosystem that water is there for a reason it's it's it shouldn't happen 800 gallons a minute is just insane so you can only imagine by the end of the year how many millions of gallons of water are going to be pumped out of the, the our our great lakes i mean it's it's, it's kind of silly it's like uh it's kind of like if you were driving on a in an rv with a bunch of friends and you stopped at a gas station and then somebody said hey we're out of water and we want your water we'll buy all the water that you have on your rv that you can use for the rest of your trip for one (laughs) dollar does that make sense (laughs) and you're dumb enough to uh accept said offer Yes. So here we are, planet Earth, our, our our spaceship, our big space shuttle that we all ride on together for many years and millions to come, hopefully. But here we are. We're selling our our water, our fresh water, our most abundant fresh water source to Nestle simply because they want to make this thing that we have invented called money. And now I got to boycott fucking uh, crunch bars now. Yeah, man, you should, man. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't stimulate any part of that business. You should uh, let them dry up into a withery, wretched little prune. Can't eat no more fucking crunch bars anymore. Yeah, fuck those crunch man. bars. They don't taste that good. Man, God damn it. <laughs> or Butterfingers, none of that bullshit, man. Or that Nextly quick fucking powdery drink. Fuck that. That shit sucks. That's not really fucking good hot chocolate. No, don't do it. If you can't, if you don't know how to make your own hot chocolate, you're a fucking idiot. Like it's cocoa, milk, and fucking some type of sweetener. You lazy fuck. No, everyone knows that the best hot chocolate is uh, half and half and Hershey's. But I'll, I'll go ahead and accept that <laughs> offer. As long as it does, uh, Nestle. This shit just turned into fucking barefoot Contessa for fucking uh, hot chocolate recipes and shit. (laughs) Uh, 
I gotta fucking boycott fucking crunch bars, and I don't think I can do it. That's one of the first oh, candy man. bars I can remember eating. Is it really? Yeah, one of the first candy bars, easily. I think I think of the one I I liked the most that I remember eating is a was a Three Musketeer, and those things are disgusting too. Right, they're no good. No, they're not. No, the Nestle Crunch Bar. I remember eating that, and uh, I remember that Isaiah Bar. Remember the Isaiah Bar? <laughs> oh, the fucking Isaiah Thomas, yeah. the Detroit Piston, the basketball yeah. player. Yeah, they, yeah. That's right. They named it yeah, after Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I used to get down on those two, man. Yeah, the Isaiah Bar. Now, they didn't name it after that fucking uh, that little hoe that plays for the Lakers now. <laughs> Talk about the fucking great one. Great Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Piston bad boys acclaim. The greatest. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, it's not like a regional thing, man. He uh he started his own candy bar in Detroit back in the day. Uh when him and the bad boys were tearing shit up, man. And uh man, I remember that Isaiah bar being the shit. <laughs> thing being good. It was like a big ass baby Ruth. <laughs> it was like a it was like a baby Ruth, but a little bit bigger, man. So I remember that in the fucking Nestle Crunch Bar when I was a kid. <laughs> and Isaiah Bar is long gone. And now I got to fucking boycott the Nestle Crunch Bar, too. Yeah, fuck them Nestle's. Fuck them Crunch Bars, man. They suck, man. It's like boycotting a staple of my youth. My shit. Do it. Make a stand. Everyone has to change. It's like having a boycott Elmo. It's like if something fucked up, funny happened with Elmo and shit, and I had to turn my back on Elmo and think of it hey, in a weird, creepy way. If, if Elmo was touching little boys in their private parts, then that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, me right. too, okay? Yeah. Me too. Thank goodness uh, nothing fucked up or creepy happened with Elmo, right? <laughs> yeah. I got to boycott the Nestle Crunch, man. Got to boycott the candy bar, too. Fucking shit. Yeah. Shit happens, man. That's life. Who else do I have to boycott? You said Butterfinger. Who else um, do I make? No, there's a there's a uh, God. There's a handful of companies, and uh, there's there's Nestle. You know, I was pretty upset that um, one of the uh, one of the companies that I used to um, I used to use their product. It was uh, it was like organic, GMO free, clean. Said to be one of the cleanest things on the market. They have a protein powder that I love. They have a whey option, a plant based option. Garden of Life. Nestle just purchased them in this past year. Oh, but yeah, but uh I'm anything sorry, from like hot, hot Pockets, Hot Pockets, Kit Kats, uh Gerber, um gosh, oh Henry, Baby Ruth. So yeah, those uh, Isaiah bars, Juicy Juice, Hagen Dazs, L'Oreal. It's pretty um, much all shit that I don't really fuck with. So uh I might be Lean good. Cuisine. Yeah, there's Nestle. There's uh there's a there's probably Nestle owns like eight different water companies, eight to 10 different water companies. So like ice mountain, there's a, there's a handful. So, I mean, they don't own Polish they, Springs, do they? They do actually. Oh they no. Yeah, oh, man. that, that upsets me. All right. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But then, when, but then when you test, uh, when you get some results about the water, you, you'll actually figure out that those water standards that they have aren't even that fucking great. So that bottle of water isn't even that great of water. Like a lot of times, they it's just local tap water that they're literally just pouring out of a tap with no extra filtration on it, and they're just bottling it up and they're just selling it for fucking a dollar a fucking gallon, like legit. 
Should we really be blaming Nestle though here, Gene? You know, I, mean, I, let, I don't know. I don't think we should blame Nestle directly, but I, I mean, think, this is, they're a major company, right? So yeah, that means that they're evil, right? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I believe we're, we're smart, intelligent beings, but they take away the knowledge and the information from us to understand what is actually going on. So we're not fed this information. We don't know this. It's it's just kind of like talking behind someone's back and conducting business on a on a back end scale. So yeah, they're they're doing it because they are allowed. But I think even having a discussion and conversation or a podcast like this to even bring awareness to it, I think allows people to be aware of what's going on. So if we, the people that live in this state, don't agree with it and say their word, you know, there were like eighty one thousand signatures to petition this uh, this particular action to happen. Maybe we need 200,000, you know? And if, if word can get out and we can start discussing it and make something happen a little differently, yeah, then we might be able to make Nestle back the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. I, I, I don't think I don't think they are the direct evil. I think we are our own evils, and I don't think they are even they. I think they are we, but we need to be able to understand the they and who is doing that part of the conducting business to be able to even counter it. Otherwise, it just exists, and we're just unconscious and have no awareness of it being done. So how do we know it better? Mm. That's just my opinion. Mm. Yeah. So wait. So yeah. So I'm saying, I'm saying, just be aware of what's happening, and if it's something that you believe is wrong or right, stand up for it and make your voice heard. And I think, uh, I think, as Michiganders, we we should be aware of this. And uh, and I think. If you care about your natural resources, what's going on in your state, then yeah, you should you should vocalize it. You don't need you don't need to get violent. You don't need to be crazy. You don't need to be a nut job about it. But in numbers, people stand together. They make things happen. So talk to your neighbor, talk to the next person, and um, you know conduct some form of uh, you know community effort to figure out what can be done to save our natural resources in your community. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think we need to be trusting our local government to do the fucking right thing comes to something like this man and not allow these evil companies and they're fucking evil i'm sorry i think they're fucking evil they're fucking evil as fuck. and that's what every major company does man they come in they do the evil shit they're evil and they steal the water if we allow them to yeah it's what they do it's just what they do all right and we got to trust the local government to do the right thing and not allow companies like this uh come and fuck around our backyard and you know it's it's it would be it it would be great to be able to say we should just trust our local government right i want to believe that my local government will protect me we should we should just trust our local police we should just trust our neighbors but unfortunately, you know, the world we live in doesn't work that way. So, yeah, we need to hold people accountable. We, you know, we need to take a look into these actions, what's happening. And we need to look at who's in charge and hold people accountable. That which brings us back around to the Flint, Michigan crisis where they still don't have clean water. But we have Nestle selling the water that's in this state. So that was an easy thing to have happen. The, the people that are in charge of this state, that was easy to have happen. Right. We could flip a switch and do anything for a financial. Of course we could, but there's people actually dying that are bathing their children in, you know, this, this water that is, is still not clean. And here we are, you know, selling a natural resource. It's, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And I, and, and, and again, I think 
we are the government. We are the people that are the government. We are the ones that are allowing evils to exist. We are the ones. So yeah, they are the direct people to point at. We are the ones that need to, once we become conscious about something, is when you need to make an integrity decision of what's right and what's wrong. If you're conscious about something being right or wrong and you turn the other cheek, then I don't know. You're just not, you're just not a real person to me. You know, like if you see that it's wrong, then you should stand up for it. And I, and I just have that opinion and a philosophy in life. And clearly, clearly this is an occasion where I think we have sold ourselves out and need to wake up and realize that the actions like this across the entire country, across the globe, unacceptable. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. Like you said, there's a lot of fucking outcry about them up in the percentage of the water that they're actually pumping out of Michigan. Right. right? There's something like 80, what did you say? 81,000 people oppose this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously was, no uh, one wanted it. Right. But the state approved it anyway. So it makes me wonder, do they care what we even think? Yeah. Do they care exactly. what anyone thinks? Do they? You see, like you mentioned, you see what they did to the water in Flint. Motherfuckers still don't have water they can drink there. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous of all places that water should be the most highlighted and sacred item. Like I said, like I said, if you're in an RV traveling with eight people, like why the, f like your water is sacred, you know? It's zombie apocalypse, walking dead. Water is sacred. You know, like why, why are we abusing the most abundant resource of fresh water? Like we might look at this body of water and see what's the equivalent of what some would call oceans. Cause it's a lot of water, but by no means should we be selling it for profit for a company at the dollar amount that it's being sold for. It, it, it will change our ecosystem. It will change our waterways. It will change every single way about the physical dynamic. The, the entire state operates like, no, it's just unacceptable. Shouldn't happen. Can we say, well, can you say that you completely trust your state government? I moved the fuck away from that mismanaged burg of a state, Michigan. They yeah. can't fuck with me anymore. But can I'm you, not mad at you. Can either. you say, uh, because you still live there, that you completely trust your state government after what you've seen from them lately in the last few years? No. I definitely don't. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I ever will again. Yeah. No. I think people should be held accountable. I think uh, I think it is my job to look into our government on a consistent basis and make sure that the people that are doing what they're said to do are doing it with integrity. They're doing it just. They're doing it transparently. You know, the moment I see that you have something to hide is the moment I no longer think you're capable to handle the job. Mm -hmm. You know, you are putting on a facade. You are catfishing me. You are not being a real person. Anybody can have an Instagram account. I don't give a damn who you are on Instagram. But if I can see that you're hiding something, yeah, you're, you're no longer the person that I want in that position. We elect these people to do it, too. Yeah, yeah. We elect them to do it, to do the right thing for us. And it fucking, fucking sucks when they don't. Yeah. I feel like Michigan had a good run with uh, how the state was being managed for a long time. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of gone to shit lately. It used to be a great place to live. All right, well, it's still a fucking great place to live, but it used to be better. Right? The schools were better. The water was better. 
Sports teams were definitely better. Like you said a minute ago, it's unacceptable for shit like this to happen anywhere. And some states have had crooked shit going on for decades, man. Fucking decades. Look at look at St. Louis. Look at St. Louis. I heard uh, WFOD. There are fearless leaders at strangelabel.com over there. They uh, yeah. hear them live every Tuesday at 9. They were talking about uh, what's going on uh, over in their fucking backyard and shit. They've had a... Uh, a burning nuclear landfill there for years now. For years. Yeah. Their fucking local government allowed a fucking nuclear landfill right next to the schools and all the neighborhoods. <clears throat> yeah. Nuclear fucking waste from the old uh, H-bombs that uh, they built here for uh, World War II. Damn. They just dumped it in fucking St. Louis. It's actually on fire now. I mean, it's been burning for for some years. There's a good documentary on it called uh, Atomic Homefront. Uh, if you want to learn more about what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, some people have been getting ass-fucked by their local governments way longer than Michigan has, man. Way longer. <laughs> yeah. It's not just us. It's not just us. Don't get it fucking twisted. You know, we're with you, St. Louis. We feel, yeah. feel your pain, man. Kinda, I guess. <laughs> Flint, Michigan isn't gonna fucking explode from like a nuclear event or anything, you know? Yeah. You know, they're just fucking, you know, people are just fucking with their water. I think a Nestle can use all the fucking water they're stealing from Michigan and they can put out that nuclear fire in St. Louis when that shit fucking goes down. <laughs> fire. Fire's getting closer to all that nuclear waste and that fucking uh, that yellow cake. <laughs> is that what they is that what they call nuclear waste? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Who, who fucking knows, but uh I don't know. I don't really even like thinking about shit like that. That horrible nuclear shit, that uh that five minutes to midnight shit. Yeah. I think we're at like two minutes right now. Two minutes from uh completely annihilating ourselves these days. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, about about two seconds. Who knows? Who knows what tweet might go out? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Nestle can use the fucking stolen Michigan water to put out the nuclear fire in uh, in Missouri. <laughs> uh, I probably won't feel bad about the whole fucking situation. Uh, I guess, right? <laughs> so, yeah. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. This season on Empire, it's the story of how Lucius Lyon, a rap mogul from the streets, built an empire. I'm doing this for my family. His three children, all vying for his company, oldest son and business partner, Andre. I'm feeling a little bipolar white woman. Bring me my pill. His talented son, singer-songwriter Jamal. Hey, I'm gay, but nobody knows. Don't tell my dad. Hey, what's my auto-tune? His youngest son and rising rap star, Hakeem. Hakeem about to drop his first album. Free, come. Free, 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 come. And Cookie, his ex-wife just released from prison. I'm Cookie, and half this shit be mad. 
ferocious lion will stop at nothing to protect what is his. But can he be trusted? Academy Award nominee, Terrence Howard as Lucius Lion. I'm doing this for my family. Precious's Gabri Sidibe as his assistant. <laughs> and Tara G.P. Henson as Cookie. Half this shit is mine. All starring this season of Empire on Fox. I'm Scav D, and for years I tried everything to quit cigarette smoking, but nothing worked for me. That's why I used Chantel, the new quit smoking method. Uh-uh, motherfucker, I know you ain't about to light up that fucking cigarette up in here. Look, Chantel is not a patch or a self-help cassette tape. Chantel is a ghetto white girl from Pontiac, Michigan, who is with you all the time to help you quit smoking. Shit, you fucking stink all the time up in here with them cigarettes? God damn it. I told you ass to put that shit out. <gasps> While taking Chantel with you, you may experience changes in behavior or thinking, hostility, aggression, agitation, depression, or suicidal thoughts or actions. Punk ass little bitch. God damn it. You should probably not take Chantel if you experience any of these symptoms, or if you've been known to slap a bitch or carry a pistol. Motherfucker, you ain't gonna do shit with your Virginia Slim smoking ass. Increase alcohol use when taking Chantel and use caution when driving. It's right there! Turn! 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 You pass it, you dumbass motherfucker! So please, consult your doctor and find out if Chantel is right for you. And don't put off quitting one more day. Little dick-having motherfucker. Shut the fuck up, bitch! This is Magnum Opus. Y'all listening to the fake ass radio show? Fake ass radio show. We're back. Gavin Jean. Yeah. Gavin Jean. Don't quit quitting, people. <laughs> if I can do Smoking. it, you can too. Smoking stinks. Chantel. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't mess with Chantel. Chantel wouldn't be on my roster. Can you see her? Ghetto white girl from Pontiac. She's she's a little Jewish girl. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic of ghetto. Where are we where are we going here? It all depends on who you who you're seeing there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh goddamn! I, I don't uh, condone the word use of ghetto unless it's being used in the the proper historical terms. There you go. Is there there isn't one. So, <laughs> oh shit! Well, goddamn it! What do you say? Uh, we ain't done one of these in a long time. Uh, you want to get into a top five? Top five time, man. All right, let's fucking do it. Yeah. This is how we do the top five here. This is the top five songs in the country for this week. Was it April 8th? 
Yeah, April 8th. There is one catch, though. These songs are from the year 1964. We're on 64. way back. Way back. 6-4. Rolling in my 6-4. Bow, bow, bow. Whoa, McFly. That's right. Whoa. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Number five for this week. Sounds like the Beatles. There you go. Correct, Amundo. Beatles. Please, please me. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good music right here. Oh, fucking Beatles. Please, please me. Coming at number five this week. It was, uh... Number four last week, they're slipping down. Uh, motherfucker went to number three. So, not going all the way with this one, Beatles. The Beatles were are such an interesting band. Like, people either love them or hate them. I love them. Yeah. Have loved them. Long time. Love them long time. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot going on in America in 1964. This is, this is an interesting year, year you picked. Indeed it is. Yeah. The nation was probably still reeling over the fucking Kennedy assassination. Yeah, yeah, they they were. There was a, a lot of crazy shit. We were we were at war. There was a civil rights movement going on. Like, oh man, civil rights acts were written into law in '64. It was crazy. Vietnam, like I, I think we had like over a thousand deaths in Vietnam that year. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, you and I would have been killed over our podcast, Gene. Oh, yeah. We weren't even allowed to do a podcast together. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't have even allowed it. We we would have been classified as, like, terrorists in a heartbeat and spent the rest of our years in jail, or we would have been killed, most definitely. There you go. That's crazy to think about. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> our parents were alive during this time. Mm-hmm. Shit, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but is it weird to say that I wish that I was also alive during that time? I think it's weird because there's not a single black person that says that shit. No, I don't wish I was alive in that time. Black people don't go back in time, bro. I feel like I want (laughs) to do it in a way where I can, like, help. (laughs) It's because I I want to help out. Maybe it's because I want to help the black people. Who knows? I I would go back and show all these fucking crackers the movie Black Panther. And be like, yo, check this shit out, man. Black people are really not that bad. They're fucking pretty sweet. You would be Neo then, and I would be Morpheus. Because I, I, w- I wouldn't be hopping into the Matrix to go back in time. No. <laughs> every year gets better for me, coincidentally. It's, just, it's strange, but every year keeps getting better. <laughs> I go back and play the white people Sky Zoo's new fucking album and shit, man. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, could you imagine? Oh, could you imagine on some like Marty McFly butterfly sh- effect shit? Yeah. Like our world would be completely different. Sky Zoo saves everybody. <laughs> <laughs> top five. Back to that top five shit you talking we about. We doing a top five up in here. Correct Mundo. Yes, that was the yeah. Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number five was Please Please Me uh for yeah. the week of April eighth, nineteen sixty four. 
And, uh, well, shit, let me tell you what number four is. Beatles again. God damn. Number four I wanna, for this week is the Beatles. Again, I want to hold your hand. This is one of their hits. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? This reminds me. I, I watched Jay-Z's uh, interview with David Letterman on Netflix that released this last Friday. And it's absolutely amazing. And he makes reference points to this particular song in 1964. Yeah, he was talking with Rick Rubin and uh, how this song is... Um, there was a lot of dark things going on in America in 1964 and how this song was kind of like a breath of fresh air huh. hit the radio waves well, yeah, uh, yeah I think Rick I think Rick Rubin said this was the first record he owned First record Rick Rubin owned. That was it. That's dope, man. I just fucking watched this shit last night. I want to hold your hand. Great fucking record. Uh, that was number one last week. So, yeah, yeah. slipping down a little bit. Dope. So, uh, number three for this week. She loves you. The Beatles. Number three. Holy shit. I didn't know they had fucking this many uh, number ones at one point in time. That's fucking crazy. I guess they're the Beatles. But fuck. That's cool. Actually misspoke. Um, I Want to Hold Your Hand was number two last week. This song was number one last nah. week. Damn. Both songs made it to number one, though. This song's all right. If we're talking about this Beatles era, this song's okay. But yeah, I want to hold your hand. It's definitely a better fucking song than this one. Their jams were do poppy, you know what I mean? They, they carried simple riffs and they were definitely catchy as fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even think the Beatles were that great. I think they were I think they were dope for what they were, but I don't think they were that like great. They weren't like Jimi Hendrix Prince. Oh, I think they're Jimi Hendrix Prince great. Yeah, man. I love think Abbey so? Road. Yeah, yeah. Abbey Road is a great record. Yeah. I don't I know. love that album. Love it. I, I like the Beatles, but I, I just I I don't see where they uh it could be me. Maybe I'm short sighted. I, I just don't see where they changed the art. Ah. And that's I love the Beatles, love the Beach Boys, love that shit. Yeah, love that like era. Love that era. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Beach Boys are Beach Boys are corny to me. They they remind me of like One Direction. They definitely have cornier shit than the Beatles. Yeah. In terms of their material, but uh, the shit that they have that is good is fantastic. Yeah. So, you can't deny like Pet Sounds is awesome. 
The great album. I just, I just don't love the Beach. I don't love the Beach Boys. They, oh, they don't man, quite yeah. do it. So they there you go. You would have been you and all about the Beatles because uh, they were yeah. they were neck and neck during that time. Like it was like the Beach I, Boys were like these fucking Beatles. They're doing everything that we want to do. What the fuck? We gotta yeah. beat them to the punch. And, I appreciate uh, the Beatles though. I do. Oh man, the Beatles are great. Fucking John Lennon made some great solo work. I like their solo work more than I think I I do the band. To be honest with you, I don't know about that. If we're talking about no, solo man. work, man. There's a handful of Wings songs that I like, and uh, yeah. there's a handful of George Harrison songs that I like. Yeah, I like some uh, George Harrison shit. But uh, yeah, we're still in the middle of a fucking top five, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Number two for this week. Unbelievable, the Beatles again. This song's from a movie. From the 80s. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That might be John Hughes' best movie, right? Yeah. I think it's a John Hughes movie, right? Without question. song this one this one the better Beatles songs right here I like this one this song comes on and fucking white people go crazy they're like oh yeah I remember the, the black people were dancing in the streets of this song and Ferris Bueller shit everyone was dancing maybe white white and black people were all dancing this song back in 64 right the Beatles were they were trying to help <laughs> See, and shout. I would have been like the Beatles Trying to help, man. Trying to help all the relations back in the fucking 60s. Back in time, and I, I would have been the fifth Beatle. This wasn't a... The, you're, that's funny, because this wasn't an original... Um, it wasn't an original Beatles song. <laughs> well, they're like was, paying it, tribute they, and shit, they, right? They, they're paying they, tribute. It, yeah, I was saying, they did Twist and Shout. That was a, that was a total... Uh, that was a total uh, song that was done just a couple years later, that, and that's what I say about the Beatles. They were they were they were very boy band on the on the on the perspective of uh, artistic expression. They, they they jacked a lot of stuff from other artists and put it together and made it their own. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate to break your dreams, bro, but that's real. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Phil Phil Medley. Phil Medley and Burt Burns were the original writers of that song. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> I don't. I, I actually don't. I just have I have a phone in my hand, so I have the answer to all things and and, and all right. God told me. <laughs> all right. Little Beatles coming in number two. Twist and shout. <laughs> the greatest John Hughes movie ever. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> 
All right, well, Bill I know. Medley and Burt Burns, to be a matter of fact. 1961. Respect. <laughs> All right, well, I know what everyone is fucking asking themselves out there. Yeah, gee, what is the number one song for this week, April 8th, 1964? What is the number one song for this week? It's 1964. I need to know. I need answers. What is the number one? Can't buy me love. The fucking goddamn Beatles. <laughs> if you weren't already sick of the Beatles. I hate I hate the Beatles after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song's also from a, a movie from the 80s. Yeah, Can't Buy Me Love. The Beatles again. God damn it, yeah. Five and five. Five and five. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, they had the whole five spots. Damn. I give him props there. That's uh, that's some that's some Drake-like shit to do. <laughs> this is a song that uh, really moved for him up the charts, though. This motherfucker was number 27 last week and uh, number one this week. Boom. <laughs> I think that was an interesting one, right? Yeah, that was an interesting one. That's right. We'll scope them out. Fucking goddamn Beatles. We'll scope them out. Top five songs for this week, April 8th, 1964. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. <clears throat> well, shit. Beatles music's good music. Our music's good fucking music. What do you say we play our shit now? Dude, I've been waiting all night. All right. I'm so excited. Let's do Let's it. Do it. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got a place. Well, I got a place. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. I got a place to go. We got that music for your ass, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and while you're listening, just want to mention, uh, take a second right now and uh, fill out a quick little review on iTunes. We'd appreciate it and we'd love you. We think you're great for listening this far to our uh, our babble jingle jangle. So leave a little review and, and we'll love you forever. Please, music, man. Though, man. We need them yeah, stars. So. We need them stars, people. We need all five bring it, bring of them motherfuckers, it. man. We need all five of those fucking stars. So hook us up, we man, love you. please. You've, you've listened this far, so give us a review, tweet us, hit up our IG, Instagram, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, music though, man. Who's going first? Me? You? What you got? You know what? Yeah, what you? You know what? I will go first today. I feel okay. like you always right. go first. 
I'm going to go yeah. first today. Cherry Ogood, sir. I'm going to play uh, a group we played before. Uh, this is a uh, LA punk band. Yeah. Uh, called No Effects. No Effects. Yeah. And uh, they've got a new song. This is a catchy, brand new little number from them. Oh, a new one. Nice. And uh, I think I saw something somewhere that they uh, dropped a new shit, but I haven't listened to it yet, so I'm excited to hear this. This is a... Uh, this is about a guy we mentioned in our last episode who passed away recently. Who mm. goes by the name of Stephen Hawking. Mm. And uh, I think this song is a fitting tribute to the man. <laughs> uh, you're going to love this one, fake-ass radio audience. Trust me. All right, this song is called There's No Too Soon If Time Is Relative. <laughs> no effects. Big ass radio show, Scab D, Gene Sackman. Don't feel like moving. Don't feel like talking. I'm feeling a little Stephen Hawking today. I barely feel like rolling. There's no way I'm rocking. I'm feeling a little Stephen Hawking. Hey, hey, hey. When I saw him on TV, I thought he looked crazy. Then my friend told me that he was just really lazy. So lazy, you know, you like a breeze. It's fury of time. He may be smart, but to me, it's just a creepy, narcoleptic rhyme. I want to be like Steven, so I'm going to walk on even. By gravitational law, I'm gonna try to drink a cheeseburger through a straw and make my hand look more like a lobster clock. Hey, hey, hey. Kind of a drag It looks like living your teeth are starting to sag My body had a tail He was trying to whack But then I learned The tail was a tube Cause he was so lazy That he pooped it up And left to be back Oh Steven Oh Steven You gave me something to believe in Don't want him Don't want Sam I think he might have melted in a West Museum Oh, Steven, oh, Steven, are you a robot posing as a human being? Oh, Steven, oh, Steven, you give us all a super creepy feeling. <laughs> no effects <laughs> with a beaut. <laughs> There's no too soon if time is relative. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. I like it. Facts stuck in your head for a while. I hope. Facts. All right. <laughs> Time is relative. What do you got for me tonight? Tonight I got an awesome mashup track. Uh, this uh, this DJ DJ Critical Hype. He's known for doing mashup albums. Um, he did the uh, the Chance the Dropout album, which was a combination of Chance the Rapper and uh, Kanye's Dropout album. Okay. He, he's, done it, he's, he, he's done it again with a magnum opus of uh, beauty with the Damn Chronic album, where he takes Kendrick Lamar verses and awesome Dr. Dre beats and he merges them together. So it's, so it's called the Damn Chronic album. 
it's fucking amazing, bro. <laughs> but this this track here, this track here is uh, Kendrick Lamar's control verse where he totally took the hip-hop world by storm and just totally said hey this is competition i'm jabbing at every single last one of you i am the best and then it's mixed with dr dre's murder was the case which which that beat that song epic and to put them both together it's just a just a beauty of a track but it's by dj critical hype k dot dr dre control off the damn chronic album on the fake ass radio show with Scav D and Gene Techman. Get it under control now. Is that the end of Bro, it? tell me that shit's not the hardest fucking mashup. That track shit's you've crazy ever heard as in your fuck. Goddamn life. It cuts out fast. It doesn't Bro. even give me time to catch my breath. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. And, 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 and then they throw in that uh that corrupt fucking verse right at the end. Oh, the I'm important as the Pope. I'm I'm a Muslim on pork. God damn. <laughs> I'm I'm the king of New York. And like he goes off, man. That shit's fucking so fucking hard. That shit, that whole mashup is hard. That's a great mix. Fake ass radio show. Fake ass radio show. Kendrick, Dr. Dre, 
DJ Critical Hype with the super awesome mashup. Fucking amazing. Check him out. Critical Hype. Mashing it up. Yeah. Mashing DJ it up. DJ Critical Hype. Mashing it up. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a fucking good one. Nope. That's a prime That's example. A man, I used to mash shit up back in the day, man. I used to do that shit. I could do, oh, man, I'll probably do one to... for you right now. Fucking A. I could probably throw together a quick mashup. I got the turntables on deck right here, man. Hold on. Let me fucking, let me fuck around and shit. Let me see if I what? can. Let me see if I can put together a mashup. What do I got Get here? I mean, you take a, you take a, an acapella, take yeah. the vocals, and you put it over another yeah. beat, right? Oh, it's fucking uh, easy. I can fucking bend doing this shit. All right, hold on. Let's see DJ extraordinaire. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so fucking much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wu Tang. Raekwon is still fucking talking. Raekwon, shut the fuck up. God damn it. Jesus. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. I did a show with Raekwon once. Ah, I wasn't there for that one. No, unfortunately, you weren't. Yeah, I missed that one. Shit. Yeah, I might have yeah. thrown down that mashup though. <laughs> Still got it. Yeah. <laughs> ah shit. Well, damn. I feel like I just played a fucking song. <laughs> that could have been my song. Break one mashup. Right. <laughs> fucking. I'm still gonna play my fucking song though. Yeah. Do it. Bust it. I'm gonna play another fucking artist that uh, we played before on the show. Yeah. All right. We're not afraid to explore on this show. Yeah. Afraid to explore the art of mashup or, uh, you know, explore the deep catalog of uh, some of our favorite artists here. And uh, yeah. not that this is a deep cut or anything like that. This is just his new song. We play what we like. We do what we do. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. That's it. I'm going to do a fucking mashup off the cuff. Fucking A. We're going to do it. Bop, 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 bop. Play the same so artist. Got, fucking A. Yeah, we like this guy. It's a New York rap legend and one half of EPMD. 
Eric Sermon. Eric Sermon. Eric Sermon. E-Dub. EPMD, the green-eyed bandit. That's right. You can't stand it. He got a new joint out, and uh, like the last song that we played from him episodes ago, he's uh, also bringing some people to help him out here. This song also features Mr. Cheeks. You know what I want to say? And I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Mr. Cheeks is on this track, but like some some cats uh, in, the, in the hip-hop industry... You know, and uh, new music that's coming out. You know, they they might overlook some of these legends. Like they they don't even know who EPMD is. Go look, go look back at his catalog. My man has was one of the founding fathers of like commercial hip hop and like bringing that to the forefront. So like this is Eric Sherman. I I, I don't want it to just be said and and not give my man its full his credit that it's due. Green Eye Bandit, Def Jam, Red Man, one, one of the legends of of hip hop. But Mr. Cheeks is featured on this track, and I'm sorry. What, what you got, Scav? Scav? Hell, it's Scav not just Mr. Cheeks, my friend. Mr. Yeah. It also features Craig Mack. Oh, man. Who we okay. also mentioned in our last episode, who recently passed away. Damn right. And none other than Method Man himself. Yeah. M-E-T-H-O-D Man. Rap God shit. Yeah. Who E-Dub also featured in the last song that we played from him episodes ago yeah and uh craig mack is nice in this one man he's real nice and uh this is probably one of the last times we're gonna hear from him so uh once again eric sermon featuring mr cheeks craig mack and method man in that order song is called come through big ass radio show scab b gene techman CK Sermon Hey you, it worth my while You don't know me and you don't know my style Homie, I can say it off like Stony, a worldwide brand Everywhere like Sony London, Paris, France, I dance in the clubs All over, big time exposure E, I'm royal, the MC Brand, I fly around the world You never leave land, I'm spur of the moment And you make plans don't blow air, them real fans, huh? I'm overseas doing foreign exchange. These are core pounds, they might look strange, cause you ain't never seen them. The euros, the freaks, the yens, the loonies, these are all ends. So make money, money, make money, money, money. Get shot, trying to take something for me, money. We come through and make the party jump. Get my two step on, show these shake the rock. How we do? Wu Tang, that squad LB. Come on, smother, I'm like, yo, what is it? Let's see me on set. Need is a mic to catch rap. Catch Got the call, the kid came with it. It's not the ball, the rap game did it. They say you need to run with the new and just like they do. I'm like, fuck you. I want no parts of them looks. Cut from a different cloth. Let me read them books. True and see into bars and hooks. Street straight certified up in bars with crooks. Dice game, room is cloudy. Shooting tie on, I run my flag proudly. We come through and make the party jump. Get my two step on a show. He shake the rock. How we do? Wu Tang, Death Squad, LB. That's motherfucking man. E double M. Let's see. We come through and make the party jump. Get my two step on my shirt. He shake the rock. How we do? Wu Tang, Death Squad, LB. Come on, motherfucking man. I'm like yo. Double M. Let's see. Who got a nigga who's down with better man? Better than y'all. No matter what award. See Mac, superstar nigga. Like it or not, I came to smash y'all one joint. Bitch, these kids don't point. That's a flick and dip. Keep it off my hip. Make your kidney split. Task force if you ass off. So blast off or cast off with the last black boss off. Black boss screaming in Vegas. My outrageous wild style will 
prove I'm the greatest. Mr. 3000, back in the majors, hit an inside curve on 9,000 acres. C-Mac, respect that, old school back, heart attack, all over the almanac, boy. Word up, no rap, no crap, you bore me. Wanna grab my dick, too lazy, hold it for me. We come through and make the party jump. Get my two-step on, shorty shake the rock. How we do? Wu-Tang, that squad LB. Come on, Artists built me a squad. What's today's man build with the guard? We ain't women in cars. Lock the game down, I'm giving them bars. What is life? You ain't living at large. If you ain't living at large, go get a price check and get you a job. But wait, we come through and make the party jump. Get my two step on my shorty, shake the rock. How we do? Wu Tang, that squad LB. That's motherfucking man. E double MA. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Big ass radio show, Scab D. Gene Techman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Eric Sermon, little E Dub. But I bow. Little old EPMD flavor. Featuring Mr. Cheeks, Craig Mack, who's killing it on that track, and Mr. Method Man, who always fucking kills it. R.I.P. Craig Mack. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He, he could rip a track, man. His, his, his bars were always beastie. He, he, he was a great MC. Mm-hmm. I, I think he could have been. Biggie, if uh, the weather was just right on that particular day, he stepped outside, like, at any given point. I thought he was an awesome MC. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Craig Mack. He was, he was ugly as fuck. <laughs> like, fat, fat, looked, fat looked better than ugly. So, I mean, I guess that's where Biggie stepped into the lead. <laughs> Got him. Got him there. Got him there. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh. <laughs> well, damn. Uh, that was my song, and uh, you still have one more. I forgot we switched, yeah. we flip flop tonight. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Well, close it out, my man. What you got for me to close out for tonight? What I have tonight, man. I have, I have an invasion of all privacy. I have just an absolute invasion of who I thought I was as a person and as an individual. I have I have a track off of Cardi B's new album, Invasion of Privacy. And uh her album just dropped this past week. And I think she completely has done what she's done. She's hit the rap game by storm. And uh, you know, I, I can't say I love Cardi B personally. Like if if I was if I was to hang out with her, it would be on a Saturday night. I'd probably have a good time hanging out with her on a Saturday night, but for the rest of my week, I'd probably be annoyed by her. So, you know. <laughs> I have a little space for her where she's just right for me. I don't have to know her. I can listen to her music, but her music I, I'm, I'm happy with. I was actually pleasantly surprised that this album was as great as I thought it was. And it's a party album. So don't go looking for any type of, uh, you know, political or any type of like complete lyricalism. But there are some great stories. There are some nice singing songs. It's a well-rounded album. There's some fun song, hype songs. There's features from rappers, the Migos. But the one I have for you today is Best Life with my man, Chance the Rapper, 
from Chicago, and I think he just absolutely kills it. They complement each other well on this track. The album's fun. Get your hands on it and listen to it. Cardi B, I, you know, a little fact, Cardi B um, actually went gold in 24 hours off the release of this album. That's so, fucking uh, remarkable. It's absolutely insane and crazy. Yeah. So she's breaking records. And uh, I don't know. It's it's fun to watch and witness. She is made to be in the starlight. She likes the attention. She went from stripper to rap phenomenon. And I think she's doing it well, like any stripper or rap phenomenon would. Cardi B, best life. Chance the Rapper. Get it. Fake ass radio show. Scab D, Gene Techman. I'm living my best life. Yeah, yeah. I'm living my best life. Made a couple M, you know? Me. Before I fix my teeth, man, those comments used to 
kill me But never did I change, never been ashamed Never did I swear, stories stay the same I did this on my own, I made this a lane Y'all gotta bear with me, I've been through some things Went from small ass apartments to walking red carpets Pissy elevators, now every dress is sailor Some real life fairy tale, been the real shit I got further than them hoes that I will ever get And that only goes to show that only God knows I took pictures with Beyonce, I'm in mama nose I'm the rose that came from the concrete and the rose I'm like gold, I'm like gold, man I'm chosen, I'm floating hey. I told y'all I'm living my best life I told y'all I'm living my best life I made a couple L's with my best friend Turned all my L's in the best yeah. You see the whip filling up this life skirt Dreams filling up this life skirt I'm living my best life It's my birthday, at least I wouldn't dress like It's going down right now It's going down I like this. I told you. I told you. I like this a lot. <laughs> you don't know about nothing. Yeah, this is good. That shit's so fucking hard. <laughs> I like it. Cardi B, huh? Yeah, man. I was in a love-hate relationship with her on her uh, her Bodak Yellow track. You know what I mean? It was one of those hard-ass bangers that just beat. And I, uh, but but I didn't really love her, and I kind of went in this little tug of war. But her her album, I'm like, okay, she wins. She's killing it right now. She's the new queen of hip hop, in my opinion. All right, Cardi B. I'm gonna yep. check her out. Yep. Whether she has Ghost Riders or not, I don't care. She's 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 holding her lane, and she made her spot. I'm I'm listening. She's fun to listen to. All right. There's some pretty good songs on the album, man. I will say, whatever she's doing, she has the crown. Well, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm going to keep my eye on her. Shit. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. All right. Well, God damn it, man. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's uh, that's about an episode there. Where can the people find you, Gene? You know, you can find me in Gene Techman. I'm a, I'm a hip-hop expert. Ask me anything. Let's talk about it. Discuss it. Perspective changer. I, I, I'll always uh, want to look at all the angles before we, uh, we, we chop it up. And uh, you can hit me on uh, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Gene Techman, G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. And uh, yeah, be good to the, your neighbor and love each other. Peace. Scav, where can they find you, bro? My name is Scav D, short for Scavenge Detroit. And uh, I'm all over the interwebs. If you want to give yeah. me a Google, I don't really care if you do or don't. You know, I don't care I'm, either. I'm there on there. Yeah, I'm not, you know, but uh, I really want you to Google fake ass radio show, though. You're already listening, right? I want you to Google us. I want you to go and follow us on all of our shit on there. All right. The Twitter, the Instagram. I want you to go on the iTunes and listen to us on there and listen to us on everywhere where we are. And you listen to the entire episode at this point, so you might as well just commit completely. Exactly. We'd love you. We love you for getting this far. That's right. Keep drinking the Michigan water, right? Yeah. Keep drinking that bottled Nestle water. Or don't, because you're not supposed to anymore. Don't we got to boycott Nestle? 
Uh, what else uh, did we learn from this episode? Keep an eye on your dogs. To make sure your dogs are safe. And, uh, you know, black people don't like the Beatles. <laughs> I, I can't argue with you too much there. I mean, so, some of us do, some of us don't, but in a general consensus. <laughs> I'm like two for two on black people that uh, don't like the Beatles, so there you go. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, uh, things you can learn on this show. Hey, um, fake ass radio show. So, God damn it! With that, oh, I'm Scab, and I'm Gene Techman, and this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yeah. Have a good night or morning, whenever the hell you're listening. However you happen to be listening, we are glad that you are listening. So just keep listening. Thank you very, 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 very much. Yeah, yo. Good day, everybody. Good day, good people. Was that right?